Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with three of the volunteers with the Richmond Hill Winter Carnival, Marnie Beck, Robinson, Jean Michalchuk, and Doug Elliott. Jean and Doug are co-chairs of the committee. So welcome, Marnie, Jean, and Doug. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Marnie. Yeah, no, very, very good to that you guys could join us. I feel that the Richmond Hill Winter Carnival has always been here in Richmond Hill. Doug, can you tell us about your early days of the Winter Carnival and how it got started? Sure. Well, it, it's before my time, but it was uh, it was uh, it, it was 1969 when a group of local residents got together and, and decided that they wanted to have a, a winter celebration, something to kind of break the winter up a little bit. And, and I find too, once carnival happens, you know, the days are definitely getting longer and warmer. Um, but anyway, it's a, it's a celebration of winter. They, uh, it, it didn't take long before their, their community, uh, you know, formed a decent sized committee and enthusiasm grew and, uh, and with that committee then then planned a whole bunch of events right off the bat for their first year. I'm, you know, when I look at the history and I've spoken to the, the people involved, I was always impressed with the fact that they got this thing off and going so quickly and so big, you know, it, it was really impressive. Um, their first year it included uh, events like fi- um, figure skating, uh, barrel jumping, snowmobile races up in the north end of the pond, uh, formerly called Polish Park. Um, toboggan races, broom ball, and they even had uh, live bands performing for the skating audience. Uh, and their, their, their motto back then was winter fun for everyone. And that's something we definitely try and, and carry on, you know, as we, we keep this thing going and, and moving forward is we, we like to have events and activities for the very young and, and the young at heart. Um, and uh, it, it's really because it's about the community and it's about um, you know, involving everybody and making sure everybody can come out and help us celebrate. Very good. That's a great history lesson. Uh, it's been really quite interesting uh, what we, how it started out and uh, what some of the activities. Now, there are certain things, and you alluded to them, uh, Doug, that used to be done that are not now. Marnie, can you mention some of these things like the, the snowmobiling and the skydiving and the beauty or the queen contest? Yes, right. Well, um, many of these activities that you're mentioning are no longer culturally relevant, or they're no longer safe to do or popular. So let's take the the high school carnival queen contest. Um, A few decades ago, each of the high schools would nominate princesses to represent their high school at carnival and then they had judges and sometimes they were maple leaf hockey players judging which one would be the carnival queen that year and there were big prizes sometimes there were fur coats given so um, but as you can imagine 
number one, fur coats is not a thing anymore. Um, and anything that's like a pageant or a beauty with the connotations of just women, that's not culturally relevant anymore. The high schools certainly don't do that. Um, and then when you think of things like climate change, um, activities such as bed races, they can no longer be organized because on any given year, our carnival committee doesn't know whether there's going to be safe ice on Mill Pond. If there is, it's always a bonus, but we assume that there isn't going to be and we plan around that. Right. Okay. Again, more interesting history of how we have evolved. So the Richmond Hill Winter Carnival is a good way of sort of measuring and uh, judging how the society, how our community has changed. Jean, what is happening this year? I have heard that there are some new features. Uh, yes, we do have lots of them. So every year we try to incorporate new events and performers into our carnival to make it more interactive and fun for the whole family. At our last in-person carnival in 2020, we had the Great Canadian Lumberjacks doing a demo show, but this year they will be performing a longer and more active packed and uh, event lasting approximately 45 minutes. Also, there will be a great opportunity to take a selfie with Batman and his Batmobile. We're also trying to secure someone from the Indigenous community to do a show on how to survive in the wilderness. Also new this year, we will be having a little igloo village for the younger children to explore. And that was actually donated by Play Snow out of Quebec. So, and lastly, come and join us for our spaghetti dinner on Saturday night. Woo, okay. Those are some very interesting things that are happening. Uh, now, there, what are, can you tell us the other things that are happening here with the carnival as well? We said what wasn't happening and the new things, but there are other things happening that uh, uh, happen every year. So uh, can one of you talk about those? Okay, so the things that we have every year is our wood carver. We have mm -hmm. uh, the Vikings. They do a show. Um, we have pancake breakfast, which is our traditional Sunday breakfast. Oh, also on, on, on the carnival stage, we have some uh, musical entertainment, live bands performing there. Uh, we will uh, have a circus performer or two on stage as well, as well as working in, in the, around in the, in the crowds, doing some face-to-face uh, -face, uh, magic or juggling work. Uh, we also have a um, raptor show with uh, some birds of prey uh, that'll be uh, there and up close and personal. We had them a few years ago, uh, and we were having them back again this year, and that was just such a such a big hit with uh, with everybody, but especially the kids, because the the opportunity to get up and close personal with a big bird is uh, it is just fantastic. Yeah, I I did and see always, that show, so yes, that one I was impressed. Yeah, good. And always, we also have the uh, York Region Fire. They bring their fire trailer to explain to the kids. You know what to do in case of a fire and you know lay low yep. and uh, yrp is also there mm -hmm. and road watch yep. so. so lots of good organizations lots of organizations are there so uh, excellent okay uh doug what is the ideal weather for the winter carnival i've been too cold there at, at times uh and uh, can you tell me what happens when the mill pond does not freeze over do you you have a plan a b c for the winter carnival <laughs> Yeah, we will actually, you know what, we just have one plan, but I, I'd like to go back up 
Marge, if you were cold at Winter Carnival, it wasn't that it was too cold. It is that you were not wearing the right clothing. Okay. Let's get that one straight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the uh, the ideal, I guess, if I was to think of our ideal weather, and we don't always get it, but our ideal weather would be, you know, a, a sun from above and minus four degrees Celsius and no wind. And and the reason for the minus four, some people think might be better warmer. Well, my, minus four keeps the skating surface frozen. And then with a jacket and mitts, uh, everybody stays warm when when there's no wind. So that that's kind of the the ideal. Now it's you know it's winter and we never know what you're going to get. But that's why we always plan our uh, our carnival around the edges of the uh, of the mill pond. Mm -hmm. So even uh, even if it is uh, warmer and we don't have ice, everything still goes on. Um, there's you know we we also if people do get a little chilly we have a fire pit that they can warm up at and uh, we also have uh, some heat in our tent and we have lots of other activities like a wing eating contest and some kids crafts going on in that in that tent as well um so so you know plan abc well our, our plan really is is have events around the pond and if it is uh, if it is a little slushy on the pond or it's not available then the carnival goes on and we still have all kinds of fun for everybody of all ages. Very good. I will find some uh, glove warmers to wear this year. So just in case. <laughs> so, okay. So uh, I see one of the amazing things about the Richmond Hill Winter Carnival is that it's organized all by volunteers. Uh, what gets people to be part of this event? Marnie? Well, for a lot of people, it's a tradition. It's, it's something that they've done many, many years. Lots of our volunteers have literally been contributing to Winter Carnival for decades. Um, sometimes it's just a few hours flipping pancakes on the Sunday morning breakfast, or it's helping children with face painting activities, or it's manning traffic barricades. Um, we have volunteers who come back year after year because they enjoy making the Winter Carnival a success and they enjoy being a, a, a special part of that. Um, our carnival committee member uh, in charge of volunteers is Adriana Pisano Beaumont, which many people in Richmond Hill will know who she is. Mm -hmm. And she signs up and organizes the high school uh, students who want their co-op hours and also adults whenever they are needed. So it's a huge important job. It's done via our website. Um, but on the two days of carnival, she's she's organizing things. She has a volunteer central uh, uh, location and she sends out the kids. OK, you go here for the next two hours and she, they all work in pairs or whatever. And she has adults where they're needed. And uh, every she tries to make it fun for everybody, whether you're selling carnival buttons or helping kids paint their faces. Everything's supposed to be fun. Okay. Yeah, I know Adriana well, and I know she would do a great job with organizing volunteers. Are there still, are there volunteer opportunities? Is there still an opportunity for people to get involved, Dean? Absolutely. So currently we are a committee of 14. Um, there's always room for new community, uh, community members who wish to get involved. As Doug mentioned, it started in 1969 with a group of local volunteers who got together at Melbond. And the tradition has continued to this date. So we're a group of fun individuals who are dedicated to bringing a carnival to the area. Any new ideas and perspectives are always needed and welcomed. Very good. Yeah. Think of the difference between 1969 for what Richmond Hill was and what it is now. And it's like 
population has increased about three times. It's a much more diverse population. So yeah, you've uh, there's been a challenge of reaching that, but uh, I certainly have seen when I've gone, um, it represent the whole community comes out. So I hope that you get all the volunteers that you need. The Richmond Hill Winter Carnival buttons are a big thing. I have many. Um, I've seen displays of them. Uh, you where I've seen people walking around the carnival showing off that they have a button from every year from back to 1969. Uh, you have scars. You have vests. Uh, it's it's sort of it's one of these cool quirky things about the carnival. Doug, can you talk about the buttons? Uh, sure. So yeah, they you mentioned about 1969 buttons. Yeah, I actually have one mm -hmm. 1969 button. I'm proud to say, um, but they were they were sold right from the get go. And and again, I said it. These these this community group that got this thing going, they they had foresight and wisdom. That's for sure. But anyway, yeah. So the the we've been selling carnival buttons um, each year since 1969, except for three years in the 1970s. We had these little plastic. Uh, oot picks that you'd paint yourself and then hang on like a, a zipper tag or, or sort yeah zipper mm -hmm. dongle thing and uh and so yeah there's been a lot of years of of buttons uh this year's buttons if you're look at looking to purchase one before carnival you can go to true pratt at uh, richmond hill plaza and they can also be tr uh, purchased online through the two uh, true pet website um they're only three dollars this year and uh if you if, if you're familiar with the buttons, um, they have a unique number on the button. And uh, at the end of the weekend, we draw for some prizes. And so uh, people get an opportunity to not only to wear a, a great button and let people know about Carnival, but also a chance to uh, to win a great prize. Um, this year, our, our prizes, they're, uh, they're winter themed, all winter themed. Um, so we have snowshoes, uh, you know, not, uh, not old snowshoes, but nice, new, fresh aluminum. Uh, uh, high quality snowshoes. We have a classic wooden sled uh, and a giant snow tube that uh, you can go ripping down the hills on. And uh, so if you if you do want to support Winter Carnival, you know, uh, dropping by True Pet and uh, and purchasing a button or going to the website and having it delivered, that's a that's a great way to do it. And and uh, you know, make sure you do spread the the word to your your friends and neighbors in Richmond Hill. Yeah, I think you need, I, I'm thinking, I like those prizes. I might buy more than one button to increase my odds for those We'd love prizes. you to. Yes, so that's a, <laughs> that good. And going up to see Michael, uh, one of your committee members at True Pet is a, that's a good idea as well. Okay, the mascot. Marge, Marge could I yes. just jump in and say, yeah. maybe one of the keys to success for the carnival is that it is a free event. So we encourage people who come to Carnival to buy a button, but basically people just walk in to the Mill yes. Pond Park and it's free. So yes. that really keeps it accessible for families. And we yeah. like that. Uh, thank you for saying that. Yes, it is. In these hard times with inflation, we know the issues that so many of our community members have. Just come. You don't yeah. need to buy the button if you don't. It's just, yeah. Thank, thank you for that, Marie. Uh, the mascot for the Richmond Hill Winter Carnival is I hope I'm saying that right. I feel silly every time I do try to pronounce it. Doug, can you describe this character? And you know, I googled Oopik. It's it's a real thing. It's not a made up word. Yes, yeah, it is. So it's a it, it's a uh, uh, it's a, a little furry 
uh, owl that uh, was created by some of our indigenous people in the north uh, of, the, of the country. And, uh, but it's been used for many things and we use it as our mascot. Um, and Oopik, our Oopik is, is an owl and he's a, our lovable winter carnival mascot. Um, he's also the ambassador of happiness and his uh, specialty is delivering high fives and hugs um, to kids of all ages. And let me tell you, there's as many adults getting free hugs from Ootpick as there are as kids uh, giving them hugs. Um, and uh, everybody loves him for, for selfies. And he's, he's definitely the, uh, the center of attention and makes for a, a great photo to, to, to share with your, your family and, and friends. Uh, Ootpick has, has been around with Carnival, uh, I think from probably about 90, like the, the mascot, Probably about 1973 is what my research shows. But so Oopik uh, has been with uh, with us uh, visiting kids and, and families at the carnival for a long time too. Very good, yeah. One of my favorite pictures with my brother is with Oopik. So I have fond memories of that. And uh, yeah, and you know now I've got a good cell phone camera. I'm going to get some more good photos. So yeah, taking photos, though, it, it is with Oopik. Uh, that's the great photos. But I've enjoyed, uh, you know, I, I like to do photography. I bring my real camera as well. And if it's the Vikings, the wood carving, the uh, horse-drawn sleigh ride, there's just so many really interesting, cool things to take uh, uh, photos of. So, do you so, have the Richmond Hill Winter? Do you have the Richmond Hill Camera Club involved? Yes, we do. I, if I could answer that, yeah, we do. We have the Richmond Hill Winter uh, Richmond Hill uh, Camera Club involved, and they are. Um, uh they're they're having a contest again this year they've had it for many years and it's open to everybody you don't have to be a member of the photo club um so uh so go to the winter carnival website i think the information will be up shortly and uh or you can even visit it afterwards and submit your photos and they have some great prizes uh that they award and it's it's well worth doing plus you know, it builds memories for, for yourself. And it's a, it's a great activity to enjoy the, the beauty of the Mill Pond Park, right, right in the center of old Richmond Hill. Yeah, yeah, very good. No, the, there are some amazing photos taken. I enjoy just look, it, Facebook looks better because of the winter carnival that time of year, those that <laughs> weekend. So yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask each of you to tell me your favorite part of the carnival. What's your favorite activity? Jean, can I start with you? Yeah, I would have to say our wood carver, and he's also been our ice carver in the past. It just amazes me how they, you know, they're, they're so creative on what they, on, on what they do with a piece of, you know, a piece of wood or a block of ice with a chainsaw. You know, I just, I'm amazed. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, I think I might vote for that one too. Marnie, how about you? What's your favorite activity? Well, for me, uh, it's the scenic aspect. Um, even before I was a carnival member, I would I would bring my kids to carnival. And as we walked, we walked from our house because we're about 10 blocks away. And as we got closer and closer, you can see this scene spread out in front of you that looks like a postcard. And whether there's people on the ice skating or whether they aren't, um, there's just tons of activities. And it just looks like fun as you get closer and closer. It just looks like winter fun. So that's my thing is the scenery. Okay. Uh, Doug, how about you? I I think um, I think my favorite part of Carnival again because I've I've been there a few years and, mm -hmm. and you know involved in a lot of things. But I, the thing I personally enjoy is is when I 
I meet a, a friend or a neighbor or former neighbor that I haven't seen in a, in a few years, or maybe I see them every year at the carnival. I have, I have many people like that as well. And you know, the chance to, to meet up with, with uh, your fellow community members and catch up, see how they're doing, see how their kids are doing, you know, what's changed their life. I, I think that this event, you know, drawing the community together and giving everybody an opportunity to do that while having some great winter fun is, is that that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, you are bringing back good memories because I can think of many great conversations I had standing by the fire. I don't like to get cold. So that was one of my favorite place to have good conversations was standing by this safe fire pit uh, for that. Marnie, one of your comments, uh, made me think of something else that we should include is that you can walk. You're fortunate you live close. Yeah, I don't live in walking distance. So what parking, is it uh, at the uh, east side uh, of the hospital? Is that correct? Yes. Yes, there's free parking provided um, for the east lot of Mackenzie Health Hospital on Trench Street. So the arms will be up and, and that's where we have volunteer students manning, manning the parking lot. And uh, you park your car in there and you just walk a block and a half and you're at Carnival. Very good. Yeah. So don't try to drive and be a block away. It doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. So no. good. Yeah. It's a, enjoy the walk. And I, I have done that with, uh, with my kids. So, okay. Anything, any of you would like to add uh, something I've missed? Marnie. Yes. Um, well, there are lots of people in the background who aren't officially uh, committee members, but they are real contributors to our effort, and some are committee members. But for example, Doug's wife, Cindy, uh, she organizes the elementary school coloring contest every year. That's a huge endeavor with all the elementary schools we have. Um, she handles our website, which, you know, that's where everybody goes for information. And she's our graphic designer. So without Cindy, we'd be in real trouble. So uh, yes. Cindy. Mm-hmm. And similarly, Jean's mother, this shows how we draw people into carnival. Jean's <laughs> mother was our, our secretary for many years. She did the minutes and took notes at all of our meetings. And she only retired this year. So we owe a big debt of thanks to, to her mom, Claire. Okay, thank thank you for saying that. Okay, uh, Jean, Doug, something you'd like to add? I, I'd just like to see everybody come out and, and join us on Saturday evening for our uh, uh, spaghetti dinner. That's a new thing Jean mentioned that we've added this year. Uh, we will plan to have some entertainment in the tent while you enjoy a hot spaghetti dinner and, uh, you know, meet your neighbors and meet some new neighbors. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, a, it, it's going to be a lot, whole lot of fun. Okay. How much is that spaghetti dinner? Well, we haven't figured out the costing okay. yet, but I think it's probably around ten dollars. Okay. So it's a, a cheap night out with the family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, okay. again, because uh, one of one of uh, Jean or, or Marnie mentioned that uh, I think it was Marnie when she talked about how he, the the uh, entrance admission to the carnival is free. Well, mm-hmm. it, like a lot of things, we'd like to do things that all the whole community can enjoy and is accessible to everybody. Right. So we try and, and make things affordable and, and exactly the same thing with our both our spaghetti dinner and uh, Sunday morning pancake breakfast. Pancakes, right, very good. Okay, Jean, something you'd like to add? Yeah, I just wanna thank our sponsors for their generous donations because without their help of the individuals and organizations, Carnival would not be happening. So very good. Yep. Uh, I looked on your website and you have acknowledged them and 
there's anyone else who'd like to sponsor and be part of this, I'm sure you'd welcome them. So uh, thank you for that. Okay. Um, and it, I know what I, I realize I haven't said what it is, which is oh. February the 3rd and 4th, correct? No, 4th and 5th. 4th and 5th. 4th and 5th. Okay. So Saturday, February 4th, Sunday, February the 5th. And it right. starts what time on Saturday? About 10 in the morning on Saturday. Until? Uh, until probably 9 p.m. Okay. We'll have a bit of entertainment going in the tent after the spaghetti dinner. Right. And then Sunday morning, we spark it up again bright and early at 9 a.m. for the pancake breakfast. And we keep the action, entertainment, and fun rolling all day until 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Okay. And I encourage people to look at the website. And we'll put that in the podcast notes because you do post an itinerary of all the activities of when they were. So it's important to, to look at that. Okay. I do like to end all my podcasts with guest response to the question, name one thing you really like about this community. And uh, I guess you could say the Winter Carnival, but maybe you could say something else as well. Uh, Marnie, let's start with you. Okay, well, my the best thing I like is the, the green spaces and parks and trails in Richmond Hill. Uh, during COVID and the pandemic, I discovered many new trails that I never knew existed, and they're now new favorites. Mm -hmm. But I mean, just think of Mill Pond. Mm -hmm. um, Mill Pond is such a traditional place to hold our carnival, and everyone loves it and knows where it is. It's fantastic. So I love the green space in Richmond Hill. Okay, like that answer. <laughs> Doug, what's your favorite thing about the community? My favorite thing about the community is the ethnic diversity. Uh, and, and Richmond Hill is just home to so many great people. You know, but we not only have people that have, like me, that have lived here all their life, but we also have people from around the world. And, and it, just makes, uh, it just makes such a great, vibrant community where we can all learn from each other and share with each other and benefit from each other. So I love the ethnic diversity. Okay, thank you. Jean, your comments. Thanks, Doug. You took mine. <laughs> but I guess, I guess overall, just the, the, the friendly atmosphere of the people that live in your, in uh, Richmond Hill. Mm -hmm. I find, you know, not a lot of times you go walking down the street anywhere and people ignore you, but down in Richmond Hill, they acknowledge and it's mm -hmm. nice to sometimes you chat. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. And I think the Winter Carnival brings out the best in everybody. So I think it, the, if the green space, the diversity, the, just the friendliness of people, all of that is part they're part that's part of the winter carnival and i encourage everyone to come uh i will find those wit, uh warmers for my mitts and uh, i will look for you guys uh there so again thank you marnie jean and doug for taking the time to do this podcast thanks marge and thank you thank you for listening i would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marj, M-A-R-J, at marjandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.